presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the full court press with Eric Franson and AJ Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, AJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, AJ Salveson here on a Monday, chilly Monday. Storm's coming in. It's okay. We need we need the moisture, right? But it could affect some some of the games on the schedule for high school sports. We'll know more about that tomorrow, but uh, stay tuned. We do have some games on our schedule for our uh, spring sports coverage on Cash Valley Daily and some of our radio stations, but uh, we won't really know until tomorrow, see what the weather brings. But until then, still a lot to talk about. The end of the regular season for the NBA. Uh, we've got, uh, certainly we know what, who the Jazz are going to face in the postseason, who is participating in the play-in game, uh, in the play-in tournament, I should say, more than just one game, and uh, what happened with our pick six and what happened with the Masters. So a lot of different things to cover here on the Full Court Press. And as always, we invite you to participate with us as well. 435 to chime in and join us on the Guild Mortgage text line. Appreciate Guild Mortgage for sponsoring our text line. Always very active and a great place for you to uh, to chime in, agree, disagree, pose a question, change the topic. We'll try to keep it as much on topic as we can, but you can always set, uh, set us on a different path. That's certainly been known to happen. But also one of the other big things, too, we wanted to get through today is uh, sharing our observations and recapping what happened on Saturday as Utah State football held their first spring scrimmage of 2022. First real look uh, for situational uh, you know, uh, plays for these uh, uh, different players and in different groupings. Um, and, Ajay, I, I thought that it was a fun Saturday afternoon, maybe a little cool, but uh, the sun was out. The players made plays on both sides of the ball. I, it was. I, I'd have a hard time saying which team really won the day, offense or defense, though I think as the scrimmage went on, I would lean more to, to the offense winning the day, but pretty close. Yeah, um... I think the first half of the of the scrimmage, obviously the defense dominated. Three straight interceptions, one of those on the goal line from Levi Williams. The two throws from Cooper Legault, not great throws, to be honest with you. One he tried to put, or I guess the first one he tried to put on a flat route that was picked off, would have been returned for a touchdown. The second one, uh, he, he tried to uh, get too cute over the middle, and Griffin Hall picks it off. Um, so, 
Yeah, I think the defense dominated the first portion. And then in the last half, I really thought the offense was much better. Uh, the running game looked really solid. I thought receivers made some tough catches in the end zone. Um, I thought the red zone offense was really good during that second portion. But, I mean, if we had to make a decision, I'd say the defense overall won the day. Uh, I was impressed with um, you know, Brian Cobbs. It was certainly our first time to really see him in these types of situations in an Aggie uniform. Uh, Xavier Williams made some nice plays. Terrell Vaughn. Some of these newcomer wide receivers made some great plays. But McGriff did too. Um, he made some – he high-pointed a couple passes that were nice. He got into the end zone a couple of times. Um, so I liked what, uh, what we saw out of the wide receiver core for Utah State. Yeah, I thought they all looked good. I thought Terrell Vaughn had himself an absolute just stellar day. I thought he looked great. Um, Kyle Van Leeuwen obviously took himself out, or I guess they, they took him out for whatever reason. They didn't say. I think it was injury-related, but they didn't go any further than that. Um, I thought he looked all right. Um, I think Xavier William had, what, three catches, but all were called back on penalties. And then Cobbs, like you mentioned, I thought was really good. Uh, Sturzer, by the way, was I thought oh, was really good, yes. too. Sturzer had himself a day. Yeah, from the tight end position. I thought he made some great plays and uh, just a big big target to throw yeah. to. Um, and uh, was able to get you know physical to find get some space, but um, I, yeah, I, I liked what I saw. I thought Cooper, yeah, well he was a little shaky at the start. I thought he settled down and made some great throws later in the day. Um, and uh, and Levi Williams made some good throws, but also you can see he's got some development still um, to do within the program. Yeah, and I think again it's it's all learning from the offense, right? I mean he's he's going into a brand new offense, which is really completely different from what Wyoming ran. Um, and there's gonna be things I think he's gonna be asked specifically to do. Um, but I, I we'll see. Four three five three three nine zero three two one on the Guild Mortgage text line. A couple questions coming in. Uh, who do you think the two best receivers were at the spring game? Uh, and why? Who was the best running back at the spring game that stood out? And what did the size and mobility look like for the offensive line and defensive line? Okay, so a couple couple different things are to digest. Uh, two best receivers for me, uh, Cobbs and Vaughn. Without question. Pretty, Vaughn, pretty hey, easy. Was Vaughn the one <laughs> was Vaughn the one that made the catch like on the fifteen, got sandwiched by two defenders, stood up, the two defenders I think Ike Larson was one of the defenders too. All both of them went down, he turns and, and adds into the end zone. Was that yeah, was that, that was Vaughn, Vaughn too? Yeah. Dude, that honestly, he has the tenacity of Devin Tompkins of going after a ball. Like really mini size, but Goodness gracious, he's athletic. Like, he can get up, and he can make catches. He's a tough son of a gun. He took a couple of big hits. He was the first to get up, and he would uh, have a little bit of extra language to, you know, to, or a message to share with those defenders as well. I loved what Terrell Vaughn did, and you mentioned it. Like, Brian Cobbs has been talked about over and over and over again throughout spring cramp, and no surprise, I thought he stood out again. He's got great size, great hands. He's got good speed. He runs, and, and the great thing about Cobbs and I know this sounds small, but I think, Eric, you can understand this being a football guy yourself. He runs purposeful routes every single time, even when he doesn't get the ball. Yes. Like, he runs it with purpose. Whether it, I mean, I saw, him, I saw him run a 10-yard in with just great acceleration on the cut, even though he knew that that ball was going to go to the out route. But he's running it because he knows he could be a second option. And, and to see someone do that in spring ball just is so refreshing. And I think he's seen a, a, a like an opportunity 
to really be great here under Coach Cephalo. Like that guy's going to be special throughout the year. Well, you could tell um, you know, Cooper would would often look in his direction because he, he was building that trust. Oh like, yeah, I know. If I throw it, you're, you're yeah, right you're going to go get, get it. it. You're going to make the play. Absolutely. And he had some shifty moves too. Put some guys on ice, made them fall down, made some moves. Um, but I, yeah, I love how you describe how he's running a route, even if it's not called for him the f- the first play, because that's, that's not always the case for all the wide receivers. Yeah, yep, I'd agree. Uh, offensive line, um, th- it was a bit of a patchwork. Coach talked about that after yeah. the game. Yeah. Still uh, going some, through that, aren't we? Some guys are being held out a little bit right now. Uh, the the, the one I don't. I thought the offensive line was okay. Yeah, there were times that defense got to the quarterback. Yeah, but I don't like how long the quarterback's holding the ball. Get rid of it. True. I mean, Eric, it's college football in Division One. This isn't Madden. This isn't Little League. Like You don't have five seconds to stare and look at every progression. It has got to be one, two, three, step, drop, throw. I mean, you've got to make a split decision, and you got to be quick with it. That's what Logan Bonner is good about. Logan Bonner can know where he's going to go without telegraphing it, but have a purpose of where he's going to go with his play and not sit and wait. And I, you just you can't do that in this conference and in Division One football. Well, Alabama will bury you. Well, I, I might disagree with you a little bit there because okay. Bonner spent a lot of the time on his back. But that's because his offensive line would, was well, getting but carved. He, but he would hold on to it a little too long himself, wanting mm-hmm. to make sure he can make a play mm-hmm. rather than throwing it away if mm-hmm. it wasn't there. That's true, He would yeah. wait a little too long to see if something could develop yeah. where he needed to just get it away. That's a good point. I'll uh, agree to that. The other thing, too, in the spring game, I mean, a defender just has to like be close enough to breathe on the quarterback and they'll blow the play Yeah, they'll dead. blow it, yeah. Because I think that Cobbs, um, Cobbs, not Cobbs, uh, I think Cooper and even Levi are big enough and physical enough where they could still get out of some of the situations that were blown mm-hmm. dead and it would credit mm-hmm. it as sacks. Yeah. But I thought there were some times where that offensive line did a really nice job of creating gaps that uh, had a good push for the running game. There was a question about the running game. Uh, but they also created big gaps for the quarterbacks to run through on, on designed scrambles. Calvin Tyler Jr. just looks like he's a workhorse, getting better and better. And I really like Makakona. Like, you didn't have big yards. There weren't, like, big breakaway running plays that we saw on Saturday. But it was efficient running, enough to move the chains and get first downs, and even in tight situations find the end zone. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, – I- um, speaking of running backs, because uh, I think they asked about it, right? They asked about running backs. Yes. Uh, John Gentry's gotten better. Like I yeah, see, I thought he had some good I, ones I, I too. Thought, I think John Gentry's became a little bit more mature on the field, you know, um, and and getting to places, getting to his spot quickly, finding holes a little bit quicker, and and taking contact too. Like he's not afraid to take contact. Um, I'm not saying he wasn't last year, but it just seems he sort of shied away from it. This year it's like, yeah, I'm going to go get hit, but I'm going to try and hit him harder. Um, I think Gentry really improved on that. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I, I noticed some plays that he had that uh, was solid. But it's clear, Calvin Tyler is Oh, it's your number one guy. Number Absolutely, one. yes, well, no question about it, Eric. But the others, I thought, ran had a physical style with them that was, was good. It was needed. Um Defensive line, size and mobility on the defensive line. Um, look, I, I thought that Byron Vaughn's looked good. Oh, yeah. Getting around the edges <laughs> and putting pressure on the quarterback. Oh. 
he uh, he he had himself a Saturday. I thought for most part our defensive line looked all right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, you're not going to get every play for a tackle for a loss. It's just not going to happen. No. Um, the biggest thing is not to let your linebackers lead you in tackles, right? Or have your defensive backs lead your defense in tackles, which didn't happen. I think Byron Vaughn's actually led the defense in tackles, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I thought the defensive line, for the most part, played all right. You talked about the offensive line. Still makeshift for the most part. We're still getting through that. Hope to have guys back by fall camp. And then, of course, for game one against UConn. But for the most part, I think they should be all right going into uh, – they'll, they'll be okay. I thought that the uh, the transfers looked good too. Um, the Nevada transfer Daniel Grigiak. Yeah, I think it's Grigiak. And then uh, Switzer as well mm. from uh, Arkansas State. I, Dude, I thought those those were nice additions. Anthony like Switzer really pickups. could be an All Conference defensive player. He's that good. I, he's going to have his name at least in that conversation, Eric. Uh, a couple other texts that came through. Uh, five four five two. O line seemed a little weak, or maybe the D was just playing well. Yes, I think yes and yes. I, I don't know about O line. Yeah, a little I weak. shouldn't say weak. I just think again, it's makeshift, right? Yeah. And, but but like, I'll tell you this though. Kind of got tired of seeing it, Eric. Bad snaps. Very first play yeah, of, of, of their of series uh, ends up, uh, I think, I mean, snapped just not even close to Cooper. Cooper has to go chase it down. Too many bad snaps. Can be, can't be forfeiting plays with bad snaps. That's what got us in trouble against Boise State and BYU last year. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Uh, let's see, nine three one zero. Did we add any variety in our run plays, or was it just shotgun delay handoff still? Yep, shotgun delay handoff. And it, look, it's 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 a it's a option read because then you have a viable quarterback who can get on the move like Levi Williams, and then it's it's a dual threat thing kind of thing, right? Um, I would v- very rarely will you see him go underneath the center. I think here and there, in rare moments, will you see it, but very rarely. Yeah, most everything was out of the shotgun. Yep. Uh, and most of the run plays were designed to be in the middle. Yeah, nothing use, on a stretch. Right, use, use no power. No stretch on it. Yep. Um, but uh, nothing on the edges, really. Yeah. Kind of, well... I mean, maybe you're not. I mean, I guess you're. I mean, it's spring ball, right? So we're not like seeing the whole entire playbook here. I would hope to see, because Calvin Tyler is his best when he gets outside the hedges, right? And he's able to use his ability, um, you know, the joystick, as we like to say, himself into open yardage plays, uh, spinning, you know, juking, and, and just using overall speed. I would hope to see more of stretch run plays, even if it's from the shotgun. During the season. I, I mean, we're probably not going to see that right now, but I'd hope to see that more during the season. Yeah, and the, always one of the things to, to consider at a scrimmage is, like, the coaches have been working with these players on the practice field and then in the film room, <clears throat> talking about very specific things to work on. And so we might see some things in scrimmages, certain plays run, like, a lot. And fans might think, oh, my gosh, that's the direction the football team's headed. When, in fact, it's just, hey, this is just a certain style that we need to continue to work on. And until we get it right, we're going to move on to something else. 
I mean, in the spring game, that's more of an exhibition or the final scrimmage of the fall. That's where they just kind of open it up. Okay, this is who we are. Yeah. We're going to go have some fun. We're going to have an exhibition here. But um, some of the earlier uh, scrimmages that you'll see, it's they're specifically working on things. And uh, it may not be necessarily what the team's going to look like come fall season. Yeah, again, I think it. I just echo what you said. Spring's going to look a lot different than what fall scrimmage is going to look like. Plan on that. <laughs> Uh, I thought there was a pretty good crowd in attendance, sitting on concrete. Uh, they took out all the uh, all, all the seats there on the west side. Going to be putting in some new chairs, new chair backs. But um, I thought it was a good crowd who showed up to watch the Utah State scrimmage. Yeah, it was decent. Yeah. Um, what time did the scrimmage start? Like, I'm serious. What time did it start at? Did it start at 1 or did it start at 12? Well, I didn't get there until about 1.30. So I was a little late getting there. Uh, I wasn't there as it began. So it was already rolling by the time I got there. Yeah, I was kind of confused. I got there at 12. There's players on the field stretching, going through some stuff, and then all of a sudden at 1 o'clock, I don't know. I was just like, oh, it's a three-hour scrimmage. <laughs> they said it was going to start at 1. Originally, they said at noon. But they just took a while warming up, I guess. I'm, I'm waiting for Doug Hoffman next time to see what time that scrimmage is at. <laughs> the next one, if you missed Saturday, if you want to see it again, the next scrimmage will be on April 24th. Is that 23rd. The right day? 23rd. Same day as the Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame ceremony. Yep. Yeah, 23rd at 1 o'clock. Supposedly at 1. <laughs> Supposedly. I'm just saying. um yeah yeah we got that uh got a big week of utah state stuff next week don't we um uh five four five two got there before one and they were already going yeah see i was like this is a long scrimmage i'm like wait wait, what time do we start at one or twelve i was i asked like five different people and nobody knew (laughs) (laughs) i'm serious i was kind of annoyed well, I took my son with me, and we're uh, we're hanging out. And it's you know we've been there for a little while. It's coming up close to three o'clock. And we're like, oh, after this series, probably it'll it'll end. Nope, did a few more situational things. Uh, after this series, I'm sure it'll it'll be over. <laughs> nope, <laughs> just kept, <laughs> kept going. Hey, kid, we're almost there. Don't worry about it. Yeah, kid's like about to go to go to the bathroom in his pants. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. <laughs> I did. I was like, okay, that's it. I'm going to have to miss some stuff here. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> Can't sit here and wait forever. 435-339-0321. If you were at the scrimmage on Saturday, love to get your reactions to it. Um, coming up, we'll, we'll hear from uh, from Cobbs, uh, get his reaction to what happened. And uh, also, let's hear from uh, Byron Vaughn's yeah. his perspective on how things went. Um, By the way, Byron Vaughn has got a personality, don't he? Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> yes, he I does. love how he looked at the camera and goes, we dominated. <laughs> the defense dominated. <laughs> so good. Let's make sure you get it on record. <laughs> uh, and so we'll continue to react to that, what happened on Saturday. Uh, the Utah Jazz finished up their regular season. We now know their playoff situation. We'll give a quick early analysis of uh, what we think of the lineups and the matchups coming up on that. <clears throat> and the uh, overall NBA playoff picture coming up here on the Full Court Press.
West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. The coverage of spring sports continues on local radio and video streamed on Cash Valley Daily. Thanks to our sponsors, Adam Wealth Advisors, Logo Shop, Old Grist Mill, McDonald's, and Great Basin Graphics. Our broadcast coverage this week includes Scavu at Green Canyon Baseball and Green Canyon at Bear River in Softball, both on April 12th, Green Canyon at Skyview in Boys Lacrosse on April 13th, and on April 15th, the Peru Baseball Games, Logan at Bear River, and Mountain Crest at Ridgeline. Check out the schedule and links to follow along on CashValleyDaily.com. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Did you know you could save money on your custom luxury kitchen appliances with Thermidor's 1-2 free program? It's true, but it gets better when you can double dip and get builder pricing through Daryl's Appliance. The best part? It's all under one roof at Daryl's. Our service department backs every sale. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. In beautiful downtown Benson. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson. We were able to attend the scrimmage on Saturday. If you were there, we'd love to get your reactions to what did you see. Who stood out to you? Do you have any concerns from what you saw? Um, I don't know that I have a lot of concerns. It's spring ball. I have no concerns at all. Yeah, it's really early. Uh, it's... Uh, I, I, I feel like this team is ahead of where they were a year ago. Last year, so many new faces, new coaches. We didn't know really what we were getting. And Logan Bonner wasn't there because he had an injury. So there were a lot of question marks last year. This year, um, yeah, I mean, certainly there's still some question about what is that offensive line, how, how healthy are they, how deep are they. Same goes for the defensive front. Changing some, uh, you know, replacing some really good players at the linebacker position. How do you replace some outstanding wide receivers? But some of those answers are, or some of those questions are being answered. Yeah, early, quickly. Yeah, again, but I have no concerns. I mean, just this early. But I think people like to figure that out. Is what what's your concern right now going into this? You know, first spring scrimmage. There's none. You, this early, you just don't have any. Uh, Nine three one five has a question for you, Aj. Oh no, what? We need AJ to do like the coaches' shows and stream it, the scrimmages live, and he can be one of the broadcasters <laughs> or analysts. What is his thoughts on this? <laughs> Tell you what, on April twenty third, you and I will go, and we'll uh, we'll put it on Instagram live, so everybody can watch us on in, on the IG. Eric and I sitting in the uh, in the nosebleeds. 
Well, I think there's a rights issue that may prevent us from doing that. But Why? That we can stream fun. it. We're not going to. We're just going to call it the full court press live. We ain't doing anything wrong. <laughs> uh, by the way, just passing this along, just saw this. There have been. This is according to Logan City Dispatch. Fifty mile per hour wind gusts in Sardine Canyon. So semis, RVs, trailers being urged to use extreme <coughs> caution when traveling through the canyon. So we got the storm coming through, and it's got some wind with it too. Excuse me, bless me. You okay there? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, so Ajay, let's. I, I want to get to. Uh, I want to hear from the players themselves about what happened on Saturday. If if you want, you can always go back to CashValleyDaily.com. Jake Ellis did a recap of the scrimmage, and there are links there to see the video of, uh, of these post-scrimmage uh, press availability with Blake Anderson, uh, Byron Vons, and Brian Cobbs. But um, we talked about the defense really having a great day. And so this is let's get some of the comments from uh, Byron Vons about how things went on Saturday from his perspective and the defense overall. I feel like the defense did good today. Um, came out with a lot of momentum, a lot of energy. And as y'all saw, we dominated, dominated <laughs> the offense uh, coming out first half. We got a young, a lot of guys that are stepping in, uh, transfers, young guys stepping up. And it's, it feels good to see that uh, we still have that same carryover from last year that we picked up from where we left off. Questions? You lose a couple of leaders last year in Henniger. Yes, sir. Also Justin Rice. You're now in that place where you have to be a leader. How do you feel like you're transitioning into that role? Um, well, I feel like leaders pick up whether somebody's not a leader, they're a leader or not. Whether they're a leader or not a leader. So I feel like I'm just trying to pick up everybody else being a leader. I really don't look at it as, as a role or as a job. Uh, it's just me being me, picking up everybody else, making sure that I, I can help better everybody else as a football player and as a person. Full year. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say a full year in the system now. Second year coming in. How do you feel you are with this defense and how the defense overall is advancing now? Uh, with the way we, our style of defense, we have to be physically in shape. Have to be mentally strong. Got to be able to be real physical off the line of scrimmage. And I feel like we uh, definitely do that as a defensive line, which is where it starts. And then linebackers, their physical coming downhill, so that makes it better when we know we have speed coming down here. Uh, defense, I like our defense. I like our defense. Byron, through three weeks of us spring camp, what do you feel uh, are the biggest strengths of the defense? The red zone. Uh, some people down in the red zone. Once we get that momentum and rolling, it doesn't matter where you're at on the field. I feel like we can uh, really get three and outs real quick to get off the field. That's one of our strengths. Byron, I'm just curious. Obviously, some of you got to deal with them in practice, but the quarterbacks, you can't hit them, but both these guys are such big runners, right? And so how does that affect kind of the way you play defensively when you know they can run, but not a lot of touches? You know, it kind of takes that uh, killer instinct out of you when you you have a clean shot on – oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, When you have a clean shot on the quarterback and you can't take it, it kind of takes that – that killer instinct out of you, like I was saying, but uh, knowing that we can't hit Levi and we can't hit Coop, and we sure can't hit Logan Barner, <laughs> just knowing getting to the backfield is like, okay, I'm home, but come game time, is, I know it's going to be the real deal. How's snowboarding been for you? Snowboard is great. Well, there's no catch me on a good day. Catch me on a good day. That ain't me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> 
Alright, <laughs> Byron Pons. With He's a snowboarder? Let's talk about some snowboarding. Why not? Yeah. It's a good area. Sure it is. No, yeah, he was. He felt very confident in uh, in himself and in his uh, in the defense. That defensive front felt like they could have done more if it was a real game. Not being able to totally go after the quarterback, uh, kind of. There's a mental block there, and how far you can really go, or how uh, you know what speed you can really go when you're on the defense. But um, yeah, feeling very confident in that defensive front. And what that defense will will be able to do for USU, and then on the other side, offensively, you know, a lot of us have our uh, our eyes on Brian Cobbs, the Maryland transfer, the type of player he is, what he can bring to Utah State. And Ajay, I got to tell you, um, watching him was one thing, but then speaking to him afterwards huh, and what he's talking about, it's like, oh my god, he gets it, huh? What an addition yeah. to Utah State. So here's uh, Brian Cobbs meeting with the with the media following the scrimmage on Saturday. Yeah, so uh, in the beginning, a little sluggish. I feel like we had some nerves here and there. But once we kind of found our win and got the momentum going, we knew that if we start making plays as a receiver unit, um, the offense just keeps going, and they kind of feed off of us. And I feel like that's what we did, and we carried that out through the rest of the scrimmage. Do you like the physicality the D-backs bring you guys? For sure, because, I mean, just from the from the time the ball snapped, um, they're physical at the line of scrimmage, so we really got to work to get open. And then even after the catch, we know as soon as we catch it, we better put the ball away because they're going to come and try and break it out. Um, and they, they bring the best out of us each and every day. So. Put a couple guys on ice, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of everybody was kind of laughing because they like, they know I had that in me. But I feel like it was kind of just reaction. Um, playing with so much space we know that the guys from the interior like the linebackers and stuff are going to be coming full speed out trying to take our heads off and stuff so I know if I got a guy with a lot of momentum coming out I can kind of step back and give him a little something being that we have so much space so that's one thing that I really like about our offense. You feel like you're adapting pretty quickly in time with how yeah. things are coming along and what coaches are asking of you or how do you feel like you're getting caught up with speed with this new offense? Yeah, I, I think Coach Cephalo and Coach Tuck do a great job of getting us to the install early. Um, we come out, we rep stuff pre-practice, so I feel like I feel like I've taken a good job to myself to just staying up a little later at night, looking at the playbook and stuff like that, kind of looking at the call sheet, seeing where I'm going to be on certain plays, not even just what I'm doing, but seeing what other people are doing so I can understand like the whole entire philosophy of the offense. Um, but, yeah, I, I've came in. I feel like I've done a good job as well as everybody else just learning the offense, um, and we're able to play a lot faster than I feel like some of the coaches probably even expect. But I feel like we're really rolling today. So. How about Trail? How about Trail Vaughn today, huh? That's my boy. Yeah, no, nah, I knew I knew he had a little shift to him. So seeing him come out here and uh, just kind of put guys on ice, like you said earlier, and just make plays. We we've seen him make those plays since day one of spring ball. So that's nothing new to us. But we know the kind of excitement he brings to our offense, and we're really excited. Ryan, we a few of us chatted with you like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like uh, your chemistry with Lega and then just kind of the rest of the receivers has grown just these? Days. I, I feel like from day one, because even during winter workouts, we were throwing um, every day after the runs and stuff. So just I feel like a lot of people think to build chemistry, you have to do so much. But I feel, really feel like just hanging outside, eating breakfast together, stuff like that, talking, talking about certain plays, maybe the day before at practice that we that we might have messed up on, seeing kind of where he wants me and stuff like that. Um, that's really all it is. And he trusts me at the end of the day. I feel like we've built a good relationship in terms of that. So coming out here, it's nothing new. We just treat it like another day of practice. Um, and then we just go to work. So. So there's Brian Cobbs, Maryland transfer, made some great plays on Saturday. And so not only does his physicality, his speed, his shiftiness impress me on the on the field, 
But what he's doing to try to get caught up to speed, he's spending extra time in the playbook, watching film, trying to make sure he's integrating into this offense right away. Yeah. And you can tell. I mean, you, quarterbacks are looking to him. Yeah. They're like, where is Cobb? Yeah, you're right. That's the thing is that when I think there was three third and longs, two third and longs that Levi put himself in, and every time it was Cobb's. Like, I mean, and they even had a defender shadowing Brian, and he was still looking his way. Guy's a playmaker, dude, isn't he? Like, he could just, like, the thing is, is, like, if you throw the ball his way, he's going to go up and at least attempt to get it. And that's, that's saying all. I love it. I honestly, I I truly believe this. He has talent, IQ. um, He could be an All-American conversation. Honorable mention, All-American. I'm not even joking when I say it. Uh. Better than or equal to COC Mariner? Better. Oh, yeah. His impact Better. for yes. Utah State football. And that's and that's saying something, too, because I love what COC did. Better. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay, so the one topic you and I discussed this after the scrimmage, Eric, Justin McGriff, I wasn't entirely impressed with him. I just felt like there's balls he could have got after. I wasn't... Thrilled with Justin. I wasn't impressed with what I saw from McGriff. Uh, and so I and I kind of differed on that. Yes. I, I, I saw some things that I liked. There's kind of an ongoing concern that I have for McGriff. But look, he had five catches, 72 yards, two touchdowns. It's a good day. Uh, I, I thought he high-pointed high some catches really well. Um, you know, he He's not one that particularly is best at going across the middle. Um, and there's some plays that he takes off, uh, and that if it's if he knows the play is not designed to go in his area, he doesn't go <laughs> as hard. Um, but when I look at where he is now compared to where he was a year ago and where he was a year before that, I like the progression that he's making, and I think that he can still be a weapon for Utah State's offense. Yeah, and again, I need him to show. 100% interest on every single play. Sell your route, right? That's what yes. Moss would always say is you got to sell your route. Um, and, and and so it spreads the field. Uh, Which every wide receiver should do because you never know if, even if it's designed on the other side of the field, if it's totally blown up by the defense, that quarterback's looking for options. you got to be available. Hey, have you ever interviewed him, by the way? I have. How is he? He's good. Is he good interview? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he's a trash talker. Is he? Yeah, that's good. I so did you see? Were you there when he was? It was him, and who was it? I think it was Ike. Uh, <laughs> uh, there was one play. I think they were fighting in the end zone, um, and uh, and Justin Justin looked at him and said, "I eat burritos bigger than you." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, he's a trash I was dying, man. <laughs> Look, there was a there was a uh, uh, a competitive ball that was thrown up, and it looked like it could have been picked off. But McGriff fought for it and brought it down. I, I was I was impressed with what McGriff did. Could he be more than what he is? Sure, but uh, I I like the progression that he's made and the growth that he's gone through. Um, he still has room to grow. But I think that he does provide a nice weapon for that Utah State offense. Yeah, I think he will. If help. he was relied on and being the the number one receiver, yep, we might have a little bit more concern. I would agree. But with Xavier Williams, Terrell Vaughn, Ryan Cobbs, 
McGriff plays a nice role that I think he fills nicely. Yeah, I think he's fitting in fine. I just, I, I hope I see interest in engaged route running every play is on the field. Uh, a couple more texts coming through. We'll get to those on the other side of this timeout. Love to continue to get your thoughts and reactions to the Utah State football scrimmage on Saturday. 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line. But before we do that, just want to remind you about uh, Napa Auto Parts. They've got five locations between Preston and Providence. And uh, a lot of great products, great deals, great uh, local staff that's trained and knows how to help you with your vehicle. And at least find the right parts, the right uh, motor oil, whatever it is that you need. And if they can't help you and in, even install it, they can recommend over a dozen ASE certified uh, technicians at different uh, locations around the valley of people who can help you. So go check them out. Napa Know How. They can get your vehicle back on the road fast. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Wondering how and where to sign up for Medicare? We can help. We will get you all the information you need. Call 752-9493. Here at LSS, we focus solely on health insurance. As your local health insurance agency, we're here for you now and in the years to come. There's no cost to work with us. Medicare doesn't have to be confusing. Let us make things clear. Call 752-9493. If you want a natural stone look on your home without the expense, think Coldwater Stone in Tremonton. They have partnered with Castellite and Logan to bring you the look and style you want at a price much less than natural stone. Stop into Coldwater's Tremonton showroom or Castellite and Logan and see how they take some of the most beautiful resources the earth has to offer. Then shapes and blends them to create your dream home. Create your custom masterpiece online at coldwaterstone.com. Coldwater Stone, the natural choice for all of your stone needs. It's happened to us all. Red punch, nail polish, coffee or paint. This is Dow with Northern Utah Chem Dry. What you don't realize is using your own methods can potentially lock in stains within the carpet. ChemDry's patented stain removal solutions have successfully removed stains all over Cass Valley. If we can't get it out, no one can. So next time you spill, call ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. 435-752-6100. This is Dustin with Valvoline and Oil Change in Logan. Whatever you do, don't forget to change the oil in your car. My team at Valvoline Instant Oil Change will get you in and out quickly. Stay in your car and relax, all while your car is being serviced by trained professionals. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main and Logan, across from Angie's. Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Service you can see. Experts you can trust. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Utah State football held their first scrimmage of the spring on Saturday. Sharing some of our observations. Love to get yours as well or questions that you might have about the team. 435-339-0321 is the Guild Mortgage text line. And uh, 9952. Funny, I got bashed on saying McGriff wasn't impressive last year. Sorry, 9952. If that was me, my bad. If that was Eric, he should apologize. I just, man, 
And I, I, I think, like, so last year it was a confidence thing with me for him, right? Like, confidence and just catching the ball. He honestly could be, I know, you're going to just go bat crap crazy when I say this. He could be a fourth round NFL draft pick if he actually cared. McGriff? Yeah. I agree. I'm not going to go crazy with that. Okay. Yeah. Because he could be size, third, fourth round, yep. With his I, size. And his, yep. It's ability to high point the ball. He's got it all, Eric. I just need a little bit of care factor in there. Right. On every play. And on, exactly. On every play. Because you won't get away with that in the NFL. No. 5-4-5-2. Uh, five, five, I was impressed that McGriff didn't have the drops we saw too much of last year. For one game scrimmage, anyway. Yeah. there was. I, I, I think that was better, but... Like, when you're fighting with a defender and you've got two to three inches on him, go get the ball. Like, he shouldn't be he shouldn't be beating you to the ball. He shouldn't be beating you on a jump ball. There is absolutely, positively no way that should ever happen. Right, there's no one on that field go who get me should a, beat Justin McGriff yeah, on if, a high point. If a, yeah, exactly. If a quarterback's throwing you a jump ball, it uh, that's because he thinks and he knows that you're supposed to go get that ball. Or else he wouldn't throw it to you. Go get it. He had, he had a couple of nice high-point catches he did. on Saturday. He did. He had two really good ones, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Two in the end zone. Yeah, that's right. Uh, one on the sidelines. Uh, nine three one five. Uh, I think the fact that we kept most of the coaches is why we're getting and developing great players and we're getting deeper at position. I can't wait for the next scrimmages and live games in the fall. No reason not to fill up the stadium. Enjoy it while we have it, guys. The coaching staff. I I agree. Um, and uh, get out there and watch it. Uh, you're going to see some fun, exciting football. That was proven last year, and with another year under their belts with these coaches and these players, I'm excited for what next year could bring. Now, yeah. Already people are looking past the Aggies. Mountain West Wire is already naming Don't. Boise State as the, Don't listen the to team Mountain to West beat Wire. out of the Mountain Division. <clears throat> Don't listen to those guys. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, which I think is great. Uh, that's fodder for Utah yeah, State. Yeah, honestly, like, if anybody's shoulders. thrilled about it, it's Utah State football. They're like, great, thank you. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Oh, just some people think, you know, just they, they keep overlooking Utah State. And, well, and, uh, like, I get it. They say, well, well, you know, that was a fluke. Tell me where the fluke came. What was the fluke? I mean, yeah, they won a couple of games in cardiac moments. I get it. But still, the, every other team had to do the same thing. Like, where was the fluke? It's a good football team. And they got some talent coming back, and they got some talent coming in. Hey, um, we haven't mentioned another wide receiver who, as I'm going through the release, I'm reminded that uh, he had a nice day. Nine Davis. Oh, yeah. Good, know, ooh, good catch. We didn't see a lot of him last good year. He catch, had some Eric. injuries a little bit here and there. Yeah. But, um the freshman wide receiver, four catches, ninety-one yards, two touchdowns. Okay, Eric, let's 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 do some really quickly. Logan Bonner goes five wide spread, empty set, no back. Okay, who's your five wides? Well, it's Cobbs. Yes. Vaughn. Yep. McGriff. Whew, okay. Put him on the edge. Really. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like what you're doing here. Um, so are you stacking Cobbs on an edge and McGriff on the other edge? Yes. Okay, so sideline, okay, gotcha. And then Vaughn? Yep. Okay. That's three? That's three. Um, 
Got to have Davis in there. Dude, you're going to leave somebody out here, aren't you? Okay. I like it. Go. I love it. And then, um, boy. Can I put a tight end in there or does yeah. it have to be a wide receiver? No. A tight end is a wide receiver. They've right, done it I, before. Then I put Sturzer in there. So, Xavier Williams would not be on that list as of right now, huh? Ooh. Kyle Van Leeuwen would not be on that well, see, list as of right now. I don't know about Kyle Van Leeuwen's... Like, is he going to be healthy? Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's fine. I mean, Coach said he'd be fine. I didn't see what happened, though. Yeah, you know, maybe after thinking about it, maybe put uh, Williams in there ahead of Davis just because of his experience. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a good discussion. Um, yeah, we're getting a... Uh, thunderstorm warning on the over the radio here so for those listening on the podcast you don't hear it but we do <laughs> so hang that, with us we'll that get time to of the year here that time of the year eric where you get a storm's coming you have to you have to do it in the voice you can't like when you said it earlier like i am a storm's coming no eric <laughs> a storm's coming <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Is, is it going to snow tonight? We ain't uh, playing baseball tomorrow. By I don't the way. think baseball is going to happen tomorrow. I'm telling you, baseball and softball baseball are not softball happening tomorrow. Or, yeah, and that's getting that that's getting pushed back. There's no way. I guess they have to wait till like one o'clock to make the decision. By the way, well, right for it to, to be definitive, because we may have a bad day today, but it might be cold and maybe breezy, but they could still play the game. Whether uh, the moisture is a real issue. Right. He, he, he. Is he still is... going, by the way? <laughs> Dude, he's like naming every city in Utah. I know. Logan. Going all over Nibley, Fox Elder County. Millville. San Juan. Now it's telling people to not be caught on the water. Like, who's going to be on the boat? <laughs> hey, it's right April now. 11th. I know it's about 30 degrees, but if you're on the ocean right now in your skimpies, uh, get out. Okay, now it's ending. Uh, okay, so that was kind of a long announcement there, but certainly for your safety, it's good to heed the warning. But uh, heed, heed, heeded for those heed. for those on the radio who missed our discussion, uh, we were talking about the five receivers you'd have on the field. Uh, I mentioned Nine Eye Davis, but you corrected me to think about uh, Xavier Williams. Yeah, he's got to get a look. He did have he, he did make some good plays, uh, but he ran mostly with the the second unit. Yeah, uh, I thought, but I liked his speed. I didn't know that I saw a lot of you know, potentially what he can do just yeah, yet. Yeah, I don't think we and got look, it. He, this is a guy that's been out of football for a little while, so it may be that he's just working himself back into football shape. I want to see, and I wish I would have paid a little bit more closer attention to this, Eric. I want to see what he could do as he's like just like press coverage. How does he handle that? I need to see that better. I, I mean I like I I think Brian Cobbs is great off the release. Um I thought Calvin Lewin's really good off the release. Um I want to see what Xavier Williams can do in press coverage. I need to watch that more carefully next time they they mm. practice because that's going to be big. You saw what Mountain West defenses did against Utah State in trying to shut down. It it didn't work on Devin Tompkins obviously. But like Derek Wright, they'd get up right up on his grill. I mean they'd meet him at the line of scrimmage and say, "Okay, Let's see if you can go with me 15 yards. And usually, uh, Derek Wright was great about making adjustments. Brandon Bowling was as well. 
do we have those same type of guys? Well, and it helped, too, that if that was happening to one wide receiver, can you really consistently do that with all of them? Yeah. Because usually one of those guys would get open. Yes. And that's what this offense is kind of predicated on, is that you try to take one thing away, you're not going to be able to take all of it away because of the weapons that we have and the personnel and the talent that we have. All right, now take another time out here in the Full Court Press. Love to continue to get your thoughts or questions or even feedback about what you saw in the scrimmage on Saturday, 435-339-0321. Does your employer offer you seven weeks of vacation each year? Do they offer four-day weekends after three 12-hour shifts? If not, you're working at the wrong place. This is Scotty with Homestead Cabinet in Hiram. You heard me right. Seven weeks vacation, four-day weekends, three-day work weeks. Homestead Cabinet in Hiram is the place to be. We need good hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.net slash careers and apply today. Summer is just around the corner. Don't crank up your AC unit before getting it serviced. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning is the team you should call for quality on-time service. If your system needs replaced, think York. York has the best warranties in the business with affordable financing options. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI. Online at advancedheating-ac.com. comfortable until you are Advanced Heating and Air. Since 1896, couples throughout Utah have shopped Essie Needham Jewelers for their diamond engagement ring. We offer our integrity price guarantee on a beautiful selection of unique, high-quality diamond engagement rings. Gals, you'll love our rings, and guys, you'll love our prices. We price our diamonds at internet pricing. Review the web and come see, hands-on, our beautiful selection. Shop and compare. Get Essie Needham quality at internet pricing, where Utah gets engaged. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. We'll get comments from Blake Anderson coming up next hour about the scrimmage. Reminder, if you want to go back and see the photos, videos with the players, recaps, go check that out on CashValleyDaily.com. Jake Ellis with a nice recap. Dude, he did a great job on that recap, by the way. Yeah, capturing the essence of what no, we saw. I, I, quotes and everything. I thought he killed it. I thought he was awesome. Um, but I, I think... You know, one of the big things that stood out to me was the defense making some plays, getting through, and putting pressure on the quarterbacks, but also how the team adjusted and how that offense adjusted and how they were later able to, to string together some successful drives. Cooper Lagoth throws a nice, clean ball. Levi made some good throws. Levi Williams made some good throws, but he also missed on some. 
Uh, I think if you need a, a quarterback who's going to scramble in a, in a tight situation, Levi Williams is a better player for that. Not to say that Cooper can't. No, I'm mean, yeah. But this Williams has the bigger body, and I think he's a little more athletic. Yep. Um, so th- the backup quarterback position, I think, is going to be just fine for Utah State. Oh, yeah. They're in great hands. They're yes. really in good hands. I'm not worried about that spot at all. Great so. development for these guys. Though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I think Levi's going to catch along just fine as well. I think Levi's going to be okay. Now, the team will have to adjust to how Logan Bonner throws because he throws differently. Oh, goodness gracious, yeah. And that's the other thing. Do and, and maybe it was designed. Help me here, Eric. Maybe it was designed. Do you think that those runs were designed for Levi, or is he just was he giving up on the route too quickly? Can you uh, tell? I can't tell on hard, that. It was hard for me to know okay, exactly so me too. without yeah. knowing yeah, what sure. play was called in from the sideline but it looked like there was a big gap and it's like okay maybe my first option's not there but this gap but this offensive line is big enough to drive a truck through so why not get five six easy yards yeah so i i don't know that he was giving up on on the routes but he just saw an opening and he just took it yeah i'm with you okay Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to weigh in, nine three one five asks, "How do the field goals look?" Good. Yeah, they look good. I thought the kickers looked great. All the punters were awesome. Um, didn't see a whole lot of punting, but from what we did see, I, I thought it looked fine. Didn't see any kickoffs go through the end zone. Nope. Kickoffs were routinely short. Yeah, about three yards, four yards short, wasn't it? At they? least. I think because one of them. The returner was standing in the end zone, like two yards deep, and he had to just take a dead sprint when he saw. Always short. had to come out to get him. Was that wind? Maybe that was weather. I, I, uh, it was. It couldn't have been that effect, it though. That the wind wasn't okay. that windy. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't that windy. Um, and I'll be honest, I wasn't super paying attention, like who the return man was. So Van Leeuwen was one of them. Uh, it was, uh, and then it turned to. I think, I want to say it was either Nine-Nine or was it Terrell Vaughn took a couple of kicks. I, I honestly think Kyle Van Leeuwen will be the returner when, when the season starts in week zero. That'd be my guess. It's going to be him. Hmm. Uh, 5338, will the O-Needers be playing halftime for the blue-white game? Dude, man, I love the freaking O-Needers. Um, what's that one song they sing? Uh, it's, it's a slow one with Jimmy. Oh man. Da, 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 da. My only dream. That's what it is. Oh man. I want something snappy. Okay? I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit, Mr. White. Dude, <laughs> one of the best underrated moments of that movie. Oh my god. I love Jimmy, dude. Dude and uh what's his bucket was also in there? Um Charlie Theron was the uh, girl in there. She that is a great movie. I need to go back and watch that. I don't think I've seen it other than when it first came out. You're saying I got to go back and watch it again? 
We can watch it together. Watch it while I'll do a fire and s'mores. I don't know. I mean, I invite you no, over to my house. No. I send you a picture. Eric. Fire's roaring. You. We got the marshmallows you, and the hot dogs. It was the tone of the text. Come on over. It was the tone of the text. And I just got ghosted. No, don't. You, All week Eric, long, you're talking about no. s'mores. I'm telling you how to do it right. So I set it up. <laughs> how to do it right. No, do it again. I even got like specialty... Uh, marshmallows. Specialty marshmallows? Yes. I'm not coming. Like gourmet. No. And you're like, mm, not even going to reply to this text. <laughs>